Chapter 15, RSVP. Luke 14, 16 through 18. Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. Do you ever wonder what Jesus' voice sounded like when he was walking around in this world? Have you ever wondered what kind of laugh he had? Was he a knee slapper who guffawed at the top of his voice, or one of those folks who squints their eyes, opens their mouth, and possibly wide and silently cracks up? The Gospels mention Jesus singing. What would you give to hear that sound? Off the top of my head, I can think of several times in the Gospels that we find Jesus in the middle of a party. I bet he loved to dance. Why not? After all, he invented the human body with all its joints, muscles, and brilliant systems for distributing weight and seemingly defying gravity the way amazing dancers do. Surely he wasn't opposed to taking his design for a spin around the dance floor. Wouldn't you love to see Jesus in the middle of a bunch of friends laughing and singing and dancing his heart out? Have you ever met someone who is so joyful that they don't really seem to belong in our world? I have. His name was Charles Stuckey. He was a lay pastor at a church in Knoxville 30 years ago, and he was the man who mentored my friend and pastor, Tom Job. Before I ever met Pastor Stuckey, I had heard story after story about him for almost 10 years. Tom always said that Pastor Stuckey was the sweetest person alive and that his love for Jesus just seemed to pour out of him onto everyone he was around. I heard about how he had entire books of the Bible memorized, how he preached for 23 years exclusively out of the book of Revelation, and how he kept a set of red pajamas by his bedside for 50 years that he wanted to be buried in. They were red for the blood of Jesus, of course, and he kept them by his bedside to remind himself that he was going home to heaven one day. When Tom was a young, fired-up new believer, going around reading books that attempted to prove the reality and validity of our faith in Christ, he met Pastor Stuckey. And it turned out that that sweet man's life was really all the evidence he needed. Jesus was real. He had to be. There was no other possible explanation for such a life. When Tom finally took me to meet Pastor Stuckey, he was 97 years old. They said he was dying, and so I suppose that I expected to meet a quiet, fragile frame of a man about to go home. And I had no idea what I was in for. We spent about 25 minutes with Pastor Stuckey, and I'll never forget that half hour as long as I live. The man was electric. He was unbelievable. I've really never seen anything like him. His pure, untainted joy was infectious. It was undeniably real and alive. Jesus was inside Pastor Stuckey, barely contained by that 97-year-old body. He was all laughter and sweet tears, prayers, hugs, songs, and stories. I wish I could have stayed there in that room for a year. When we got back into Tom's truck to leave, I was completely dumbfounded. Tom was smiling, and all I managed to say was, what was that? How is that possible? Tom said, he just really believes the gospel. He 
just loves Jesus. Honestly, the thing I felt as I left Pastor Stuckey's house was, if a human being like that is possible, then what in the world must Jesus have been like? He must have been amazing. When he laughed, I bet the room lit up. When he sang, I bet angels were straining, chomping at the bit, just barely able to hold themselves back from firing up the entire sky in glorious worship to the Lord they love. Oh, to spend one half hour in the presence of the one who spoke stars into space. Oh, to listen to the heart that sang the world into being. Oh, to look into the face of the one who made us and loves us. Can you imagine it? Can you stand the thought of it? Just to know what it's like to be in his presence. And yet, we can go into his presence. He's inviting us into that very thing right now. Jesus wants us to hang out with him today. The only thing is, some folks don't really want to be with him. I know that seems unbelievable, but when it comes right down to it, some folks just have better things to do. In Luke 14, Jesus told the story about a man who planned a huge party for all his best friends. The only problem was that when it came time for the party, all of the guests said they weren't coming. They all had excuses that sounded fairly reasonable, I guess, or they sound like reasonable excuses for missing something you really don't want to go to, like a PTO meeting or a root canal. But a party that Jesus throws and invites you to, who wouldn't want to go to that? It's like turning down an invitation to heaven. In John 17, Jesus was praying to the Father and said, This is eternal life, that they might know you, the one true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. The thing that will make heaven so heavenly is that we will know the Lord and be with him. That's it. It's a never-ending feast of friendship, fellowship, and love with Jesus. Our Lord went through the darkest night to include us. He allowed himself to be rejected from the presence of the Father's love so that we never would be. He endured eternity on the outside so that we could join in the forever feast. And here's the really cool thing. Heaven starts now. Even though we don't get the full experience of seeing Jesus face to face until we close our eyes on this life and join him there, we already know him. We already get to go to him and hang out with him. His Holy Spirit lives inside us, just like he did in Pastor Stuckey. And he's changing us, giving us more of himself and more of his joy and love. The banquet has been prepared. The table is set. The forever feast is beginning right now. Jesus is calling you. Go find him today. For more on this get yourself to a quiet place. Read Luke 14, 15 through 24, and John 17, 1 through 3. What does it mean to you that you can go hang out with Jesus right now and actually be in his presence? What would you want to tell him? What do you need to talk about with him? Go ahead. Go for it.